This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, it's good to see all of you today. Brave the weather uh, here in Alabama. You know, I was looking out the window uh, this morning. For those of you that will be joining us later in different parts of the world, and they do, uh, in different parts of the country, it's snowing in Alabama. Now, that's not normal nor typical. Uh, for us, even in the middle of winter, and while uh, it w- we've had a big storm system that's come through, bringing a lot of rain, a huge rain event uh, from yesterday overnight and into this morning, and it turned to snow. And as uh, it did, you know, of course, I called attention, you know, to uh, Miss Sandy, and then you know we videoed it, and Sandy sent it to, you know, we have family up north, so she sent that out there. But the Lord spoke to me, and I wanted to uh, share that word with you. It is a word of knowledge and wisdom in the form of uh, prophetic. So I want to read that to you before we get into the message today. Now, a lot of times um, the Bible talks about the gifts of the uh, Spirit. One of them is prophecy. uh, And uh, that prophecy doesn't always have to be uh, spontaneous from the standpoint that only given inside of a service many times. How many of you know that God's word, that your copy of that was somebody who heard a prophetic word and recorded that, wrote that down? So sometimes a word will come to you that you'll feel the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the stirring in your heart. And it's okay, you know, don't hold that and, and, you know, and and quench the Spirit during that moment. Write that prophecy out. I said write it out. Uh, And... uh, and when you're in the moment with God right out. So I want you to I want you to hear this. It said the Lord said, Pay double attention to this today, for the time of double is here, says God. See, I've given you my confirming signs, opened my heavens over you today, rain and snow, doubly blessed. No, not typical, not in man's forecast for you in your area, but I am the rain maker and the snow creator, says God. As my word decrees in Isaiah 55, 6 through 11, even so today, pay double attention to me and to my message. I want to read that to you. It says, seek God while he's here to be found. Pray to him while he's close at hand. Let the wicked abandon their way of life and the evil and the evil their way of thinking. Let them come back to God who is merciful. Come back to our God who is lavish with forgiveness. I don't think the way you think, the way you work isn't the way I work, God's decree. For as the sky soars high above the earth, so the way I work surpasses the way you work. And the way I think is beyond the way you think. Just as rain and snow 
descend from the skies and don't go back until they've watered the earth, doing their work of making things grow and blossom, producing seed for farmers and food for the hungry. So will the words that come out of my mouth not come back empty-handed. They'll do the work I sent them to do. They'll complete the assignment I gave them. The word of the Lord continues, said, if you will... And as you do, even so today, pay double attention to me and to my message. And if you will, and as you do, surely I will cause, verse 12, it shall come for you. Yes, my signs are true. Now follow me, decide your direction, and see what I'll do in 2022 for you. Verse number 12 says, and that's tied to verses um, verses um, uh, 8 through down through 12 it says this so when we adjust our thinking and get aligned with God here pay attention what he says says, so you'll go out in joy you'll be led into a whole and a complete life word of the Lord Lord we thank you we receive it in Jesus name take it by faith and we're going to pay attention double attention uh, to you this day now, for those of you, listen, for those of you who have trouble with that, you know, uh, Samuel, does God use the weather as a confirming sign? Well, in the, uh, Samuel, uh, when, uh, they, uh, when he anointed Saul as king, he said, now I want you to know God's just letting you have your way. This is not what he wanted. Okay. He said, and to show you that this, uh, uh, as a confirming sign, uh, it thundered and stormed. Are you listening? It thundered and, and uh, uh, stormed. So God used that as a confirming sign. How many of you know God's the Lord of, of all the earth? Yes. Not just heaven, but of the earth. The Bible says pay attention to his signs. Now for some people, you know, uh, the Lord spoke to Jesus and somebody, and it says some that were standing there just thought it thundered. It was just a natural phenomenon. Oh, well, you know, just, just some more natural stuff. But for us who are spiritual, see, and when you're pure of heart, you see God in all things. You don't have to, con- you don't have to make things up, but when God speaks, listen. Look and listen for God, and you'll see God. You'll see the creator in the creation. Yes, yes. The creation is the, it, you know, well, that's just natural. Yes, it's the nature of God. It's God expressing his nature. Well, I helped you there whether you know it or not. It'll be okay. The title today, Consider Your Way. And you notice the picture up there is Consider Your Ways. We're going to look in the book of Haggai. It's just a very short book, very unique from the other books, the other uh, prophetic books in the Bible and the Old Testament. This uh, gentleman had one assignment. And he came to the people of God, and he had one thing uh, to say. Now, it's rich and replete with wisdom uh, and insight uh, for us today. And we look to God's word to shine light on our path uh, for today. Somebody says, well, that's so long ago. Yet the Bible says these things were written for us. We look in the family album and we see examples. And just like, quote, back in the day, we find sometimes that history repeats itself. Now, 
Now, how does it repeat itself? Because people are people. God's dealing with each generation will have similarities in it because uh, though we're, you know, faster, uh, more technologically advanced, better educated and all that, people still have the same problems that they've always had. And that is that we need God. And that you can't do life really successfully without God. Oh, you can be a success with the, wor- with the world's measurement, you know, uh, but that might not stand before God. You might gain the whole world and lose your own soul. There's a different measurement there, isn't there? So let's read some scriptures uh, um, out of here. Haggai in the first chapter, uh, we're going to go one uh, verse 1 through uh, down to, I believe it's a, 11. And it's this side of the Message Bible. You want to read, Sam? And in the Bible there on the top, it doesn't sound like I'm on. On the top there it says, caught up, caught up with taking care of your own houses. On the first day of the sixth month of the second year, in the reign of King Darius of Persia, God's message was delivered by the prophet Haggai to the governor of Judah, Zerubbabel, son of Shehelati, and to the high priest Joshua and the son of Jehozadak, a message from God of the angel armies, the people procrastinated. They say, this isn't the right time to rebuild my temple, the temple of God. Shortly after that, God said more and Haggai spoke it. How is that? It's the right time for you to live in your fine new homes while the home, God's temple, is in ruins. And then a little later, God of the angel army spoke out again. Take a good hard look at your life. Think it over. You have spent a lot of money, but you haven't much to show for it. You keep filling your plates, but you never get filled up. You keep drinking and drinking and drinking, but you're always thirsty. You put on layer after layer of clothes, but you can't get warm. And the people who work for you, what are they getting out of it? Not much. A leaky, rusted out bucket, that's what. That's why God of the angel army said, take a good hard look at your life and think it over. Then God said, here's what I want you to do. Climb into the hills and cut some timber. Bring it down and rebuild the temple. Do it just for me. Honor me. You had great ambitions for yourselves, but nothing has come of it. The little you have brought to my temple, I've blown away. There was nothing to it. And why? This is a message from God of the angel armies. Remember, because while you've run around, caught up with taking care of your own house, my home is in ruins. That's why. Because of your stinginess, and so I've given you a dry summer, a meager crop, I've matched your tight-fisted stinginess by decreeing a season of drought, drying up fields and hills, withering gardens and orchards, stunning vegetables and fruit. Nothing, not a man or woman, not an animal or crop is going to thrive. Well, there's a lot there, isn't there? 
in that scripture. Now, we, we understand this, that either, either that's just another, you know, uh, story. It's, it's just God speaking back then. Or it is a message for us today and God speaking to me. Every individual has to make that choice. Collectively, also, we make that a choice as a people because it's not just me or you, it's us together, right? Yes. And we are the ones that God has chosen uh, because we've chosen God. You're in the know, so we should be in the flow with God. That uh, it's the church that is central to God's redemptive plan. Jesus is the head, but we are his body. If not us, then let me ask you, who? And then if not now, then when? Let me give some backdrop to this. When, it, when he first started, he said, this people say, that, let, me, let me bring it into uh, where we're at. This, past, it's just not a good time. You know, we've got the COVID, we've had all these lockdowns and shutdowns, the economy, there are shortages, there's all kinds of stuff that's going on. I've got stuff in my family, I've got problems all around. I'm just trying to survive. It's not the time for you to be talking about that I need to step up my, uh, you know, my um, situation you're talking about, you know, uh, God's house. What about my house? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the program today, isn't it? That's the culture. That's the condition and the position that we find ourselves in. And that was the first challenge that came that God says, listen, uh, you know, you're saying it's not time. But I'm going to ask you this then. You know, is it time for you to be doing all of these other things? I want to show you uh, the, uh, the consequence of that kind of a choice. And you can look at, you know, I mean, I look at our life. Boy, I'll tell you, he says, man, you spend a lot of money. What you got to show for? <laughs> Isn't that right? How many of you know you're spending more money at the gas pump today? Working harder for your money, spending more money at the gas pump, spending more, you know. I mean... He says, so what do you have to show for it? He goes, it, he's saying in here, is, is there, are you really fulfilled and satisfied? Are you finding it in, you know, this survival mode and this, uh, you know, just trying to make a living uh, and forfeiting having a real life? And don't let the world define what a real life is. It's just not bricks and sticks and stuff. It's not you know, uh, entertainment and enjoyment all by itself, see? You know, we, we let the world define us or we let God define us. The word defines us or the world uh, uh, defines us down there. You know, he's calling for this. Uh, the prophetic, the prophet is saying, uh, God is saying, you need to take a long, hard look and make a decision. He's bringing them along mercifully, kindly. God's not condemning them. He, he set it up. He doesn't condemn us. He set it up where we make a choice in yes. our life. Yes. Our why. Yes. Over our what. Mm-hmm. Over our choose you this day, today, whom you will serve. What you and I 
will serve. We have a free will and a free choice. We can spend all of the time that we're given, all of the energies, gifts, and talents, and abilities that God gave us, all of the resources. Notice re means that all your stuff came, was first sourced by God put here for the service of God and man, and we are resourced our portion to be a blessing to God and to man. But we can use all of that on ourselves. Trying to trying to be happy. Trying to be trying to fulfill. Trying to satisfy. What can only only be fulfilled and satisfied when you plug up the hole at the center. How many of you know that when things are, uh, are at the center, you get the center right, everything else. The Bible says guard your heart above all else, for out of that center comes all the other issues of life. Amen? So he's saying uh, this in considering our way. One translation says consider your ways. He says take a long, hard look. Uh, at your life uh, he's bringing us along in a decision making process because decisions determine directions a decision it all starts with a decision one day you decided that Jesus was uh, the son of God died on a cross was buried in tomb. God raised him on the third day. He's now seated at the right hand of God the Father. You decided that's true. He is the Savior of the world. And you decided to make him your Lord. And the direction of your life completely changed. You were headed for hell. I know we're not supposed to preach that. That might not be politically correct. But you know, it's like the eagle song about the Hotel California. 2022, this could be heaven. This could be hell for folk. Depending on, you know, I listened to an interview by them one time and they said, well, it's, it, it really depends on the, per, the person's own interpretation. You're right. You know, it is our own interpretation, yes. isn't it? You know, you can gamble that there's no such thing. You know, the Beatles song, imagine, uh, imagine uh, you know, that there's no heaven. Well, honey, there is a heaven. There is a God. There is a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. And this 2022 could be heaven or hell for you, depending on our choice. Period. Amen. That's not hard and harsh. You know, Jesus said it's a lot harder things uh, than that. And you can't just have the soft sell sayings without accepting the, you know, uh, the harder sayings, you know. Hell would be very hard. I'm glad that I'd rather hear the hard truth that I don't want to go, you know. There, you don't need to go there. There is a reality to that. Amen? Now I'm talking to maybe not somebody in the house, but, you know, uh, out there, no one had to tell me I was going to hell. I knew it. I was living in hell and headed for hell. But, you know, I laughed it off. All my friends will be there. <laughs> no, ain't no friends in hell, honey. If it's dog eat dog up here, it's worse down there. All right. But all things considered, uh, you know, when we're considering uh, uh, the, a decision about direction, we should have all things considered. What are the things, some of the things we should consider? Facts and truths, choices and consequences. Consider that there's God's purpose and our purpose. 
and we have a free will. There's his. Thank God for that. That we get to choose, mm-hmm. you know, on our own. Nothing's forced on us. So we also have to remember, see, we can't keep living a life of blame, you know, because you get to choose for you. You can't choose for anybody else. Now, yes, sometimes we have made bad choices. There's consequences. Other people attached to us has made bad choices, and sometimes we get affected by that. But still, in the end, we get to choose, then God help us get out of this. There's a thing called repentance, say, God, I'm sorry, and then Lord, help me then, you know, to not do what they're doing or get caught up in their stuff. I'm going to pray for them, but I got to move on. You know, because I don't know about you, but between God's way and my way, I'd rather go his way and do his thing than my own. And there is a contrast there, right? God's purpose and our purpose. His why. The purpose is always the why. God's why and our why. You notice what what Sand had read down there. He said, and here's why. You know, he gives us an answer. He brings us to the place of really looking at the facts and the truth, considering that there is God's purpose and there's our purpose. And there's God's will and way, what he wants, and his power to do what he wants. There's also our will and our way, what we want, and our power to do. You know, uh, we need to consider that there is the power to make happen what, is wanted, okay? How many of you know that there's a difference uh, sometimes between God's power and our power? Mm-hmm. Having to do life with our, in our own strength and our yes. own effort yes. versus the blessing which is God's empowerment uh, to help us in life and his power uh, to do what he wants. Uh, looking at these things, considering God's purpose, our purpose, God's will, and way, and our will, and our way. Simple to this. Are these in agreement? Are they in alignment? Do they agree, and do they align? You know, there is an assignment. I want to talk about the assignment uh, here. This is what Haggai uh, was sent to challenge uh, the choices, to have people look at the consequences not just the, to speak the truth and, and to measure that against the facts, how life looks. Because there's an assignment. Our assignment is that we are worshipers and we are witnesses. And his message to uh, them, uh, and I believe it's God's message to uh, us, he said, rebuild the temple. Now, the temple had been destroyed uh, because of people's disobedience. Uh, enemies came in and uh, dis and uh, and just desecrated des- and you know, dismantled the temple, yes. literally to the foundation. Uh, had taken it uh, down, and and the Bible talks about the Babylonians just carted it off. You know, if you look at the church today. The message during these last two years is that the church, before that it was that the church was irrelevant. And then it became, now the church is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. That was the mantra. That was, that's the message that was repeated over and over and over and over again. Well, you know, you can't cancel God. Did you know that? That's 
We live in a cancel culture. If you cross it, they'll cancel you. But you're not going to cancel God. And you're not going to cancel the church. I don't care what weapon you form against it. I don't care what platform you say something. God has always had a voice and he will continue to have a voice. And God's not limited to the, you know, the meager things of men. God made the media. God made the medium of YouTube and all this other kind of stuff. God made the cell phones, all these different things. You're just not going to cancel God. He's too many now. You know, the devil thought he had, he had stopped it when he stopped Jesus. But, you know, here come the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh. I mean, he just had one man to deal with. And then on the day of Pentecost, 120 got filled with the same spirit of the same yes. God. Now he's got 120. Pretty soon then it was 5,000. And I'll tell you what now, there are people who say, you know, I heard it this week, you know, say, well, the devil's winning. No, the devil is not winning. He's a loser from the beginning. Right. And I read the end. He de- are you listening? Don't put off God's, uh, God's victory and triumph to the very end. Honey, God, Jesus rose triumphant from the grave. You can get saved today and there's not a thing the devil can That's do about right. it. You can ask Jesus into your heart and in a moment's time he drives the devil out of the center of you. And then not a thing the devil can do when a man or a woman or boy or girl chooses God, the devil's done right then. Yes. Amen. When he says rebuild the temple, certainly understand this, that the Bible talks about the spiritual you know, the restoring and the rebuilding of fallen and broken lives, doesn't it? Yes. That we are, you are the temple of God. We collectively as a people are the temple of God. But you know, don't dismiss then, uh, because the spiritual coincides with the natural. That, uh, that they're, they're, not, they're not separate. They're not. We live mm-hmm. a, you know, we're natural uh, live in a natural world, but we're spiritual beings. But we don't have, oh, well, we have church is what we just do on Sunday. Then we go out there and live our natural life. It all goes together. You know, we're out there every day. You need to be operating in the spirit every day, praying and seeking God. But it all goes together. You know, it's not two separate things. Uh, it's, it's, it's all one. Exactly. And there's a balance in that. You know, it's not just the spiritual work of God, but it's also the natural. Uh, God's always had a natural assignment. You know, uh, he's had a spiritual root, but he had a natural outcropping of that fruit in the earth. Uh, he actually had a physical place where he rested, put his name upon and and his and filled that temple even in the natural uh Solomon built the temple which was in David's heart to do now David was a man after God's own heart God you realize this God wanted a place to place his name yes. God wanted a resting uh a place where his spirit would abide and his people could gather and come into you can't just be the church you know, the spiritual house of God without being part of a physical, natural expression, local 
house of God. You'll be out of balance. I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You, you, you just, there's no balance in that. And see, God knew that we needed the right priority, but the right project. God knew that we needed the right priority, which is him and his will and his way, his kingdom first, but we also needed a right project. And that as natural people, spiritual people, living in a natural world, that had to find a balance in that, uh, yes, we accept that we are the temple of God, you know, the house of God, individually and collectively, but also that, that we would be involved in, you know, taking care of, and in this instance, really rebuilding. You know, we're in, uh, uh, you know, the politicians say rebuilding. You know, they done nothing but rebuild. We pray for them. Amen. Anyhow, uh, you know, now, some of you get offended when I say that, but you don't need to let these people be your God, your source, who you look to for deliverance and salvation. Please. Please, there's a God in heaven who sets things aright. He uses people, but I'm going to tell you what now. You know, it don't take. Hopefully, some discernment needs to be in our life. But first of all, He's God and nobody else is. Nobody and nothing will we have before Him who is the only one. Period. Boy, oh boy, look here. It, it's all right. I've been in. I've been in. A, a, a stepped up to bigger trees and bigger rocks than I'm looking at right now. Resistance just shows sometimes. You know. Well, is there going to be a cornfield here? Or is it just going to stay like you know, like it is? No, there's going to be a cornfield here. We set our hand to the plow, and we're not looking back. And it don't matter if the rock is, you know, a granite ledge. You know, they do make dynamite. (laughs) There's something big enough and strong enough to move that thing. And you know, when God moves in a place, he tells everything and everyone else, just move on over, make some room. Till I got room enough. And we need to, uh, uh, we're, we're working with a little clearing here, amen. You know, now, understand this, uh, that, you know, we're, we're are having to resist some things, but not on the defensive, but on the offenses. There needs to be some pushback right now. From the light pushing back the darkness. And sometimes you have to shine the light down into the dark. Are you listening? And stuff that's hidden in the dark does not like to be exposed. Religious devils. Religious notions and ideas, traditions of men, of how the church should be, what it is, how God should be, all that kind of stuff. You know, have you noticed that they didn't, now now culture before it said, okay, just be nice and stay in your four walls. And then they said, no, you can't even meet in your four walls. And now that, that we're outside, aren't you glad we're outside of the four walls? Amen. Before all this took place, you know, we could get, you know, a hundred and some odd folks in the, here. Now we're all around the world. 
Oh, you, you don't think you're the only ones listening to this, do you? Oh, no, there's people we get messages from, don't we? They're, where they all come from? Some of the Philippines, uh, you know, all over the United States. People are listening. You're, what you're doing here, what God is doing with you and through you is not limited to just you. In this little, uh, the, this, you know, uh, this little uh, small place you seem to be in. God's put you in a large, wealthy place. Because he's large and wealthy. Large and in charge. I need somebody that might have a little bit of faith today. If you're out there, just say amen. Thank you for that on media. We appreciate that very, very much. I hear you. Now, we, there was both. There was both. The right priority and the right project. The right purpose. The right why. And it's important that we get the why, uh, that we get the why right. Isn't that true? You know, it is. It is both the spiritual and the natural. And we need to understand this: it's for the family. From God's perspective, it's all for the family. It's for God most assuredly, but it's for God's family. Yes. Yes. It's for the family. And that balance between the spiritual, which is the invisible, but then there is the natural, which is the visible. Did you know this church building, you know, and you and I gathering here, is a visible uh, expression of the invisible working of God in the earth. They work together. It's one and the same when God looks at it. It's his place, his house. And we're called... uh, You know, we are called to live in the balance between the spiritual, the invisible, and the natural, which is visible. We're called to live in that balance. And finding that balance and maintaining that balance in uh, our life is we have to make decisions about direction. About a direction. And perhaps, as uh, Haggai, most times uh, when... uh, when we're perhaps, you know, not going in the right direction, then you'll hear the Lord say, he'll send a message to us, and he'll say, now, let's look, let's look at the map again. Let's look at the road map. Let's read the signs. Let's go back over and see, you know, uh, how many of you have ever been uh, in the natural you know, going somewhere and you get to, you weren't sure about the turn, you made the turn and it, it wasn't very far, you go, I don't think we're going the right direction. You know, I mean, this doesn't, this doesn't look like it's it. You know, if you're trying to find, you know, one of the fast food restaurants and you take a left turn and there you are, you know, in the neighborhood, you're going, I, I don't think this is it. I mean, it could be, but, you know, normally it's out on the strip. I think we missed it somewhere, you know. How many of you know what I'm talking about? But you know, we must decide a direction. Perhaps that requires uh, a correction uh, in our life. I want to say this uh, before we get ready to close here. You know, don't allow this, uh, this God thing to be just one more thing on your long list of the things that you want to do or feel like you have to do this year. You know, this God this rebuild the rebuild the temple this god's work see uh, this god thing is the main thing 
it is the main thing. And boy, that, you know, uh, that requires a shift on the inside, not so much on the outside. God deals not only with our heart, but with our head and our hand. Remember, he started out and said, this people says, you know, Pastor, it's just not a good time. It's no, right here at the beginning of the year, before we get too far down into uh, 2022, let's make sure that we're on the right road. Yes. Let's make sure we have the right priorities that will cause us to be on the right path. Let's make sure that the compass of our heart is, is pointing directly towards God and his will, his why. His purpose, his will, and his, what he wants, and uh, his way of, of doing that. See, this is to be the main thing. And when we get it right, see, every other thing will find its proper place and proximity when the priorities are right. When the, the priority is, uh, is right. Because he does have a greater assignment for all of us mm-hmm. right now more than ever. Each and every one of you in our lives. Well, as soon as you give your life to God, you've been called. You've been called to go and tell. God has given us all an assignment because you will reach people that we will never reach. People will cross your path that will never cross our path. But what you get from God's word and being in the house and being under that covering here in the family, it's your responsibility to go take it and go tell. And then those that some of those that you tell, some will come, some will go elsewhere, but your responsibility is to plant that seed. So coming coming with that greater assignment, we've got to get in a greater agreement and a greater alignment with the Word of God more than ever, seeking His way and His uh, uh, and, and, and His will for our life. You know, uh, sometimes we need to go back and look at maybe all the things we've written down and make sure that God's in there. Because, see, sometimes we can think, wow, that, that sounds really, really good. But was it God? See, it can be good. doesn't mean that it's bad. It can be good. But was it God? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where we want to be, making sure we're aligned, we're in the right direction, so we can get in agreement with God so that we can be effective out here. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know, this really isn't uh, far off from what Jesus said, is it? When he said, seek first the kingdom of God above all and before all. Else, and he said, and then all of the other natural things. Yes. Said, get the spiritual thing right, and then all the natural things will be given to you besides the spiritual mm, thing. Right. It's 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 exactly what Haggai and his one assignment was that, and it took. It, he said, I'm I'm speaking to your spiritual priorities, and and uh, the proof that you've heard me will be that you will that you will make the adjustment and begin to rebuild the temple. Yes, yes. Make God's house the work of God, God's per- which represents God's purpose in the earth, the priority. And he challenges the, you know, well, it's not time. He challenges, well, okay. So you've gone into survival mode. Remember that these people would had been brought back out of captivity and so they were in the 
uh, land. The reason why they were brought back, they had forgotten that. The reason why they were brought back was Cyrus had declared, uh, had issued a decree, go send a remnant back to rebuild the temple of the Most High God. And here they were, you know, it, it just in survival mode. Sometimes, you know, when, when in, in captivity they were just surviving. They, they, you know, they weren't really thriving there. But God gave them, opened an opportunity for them and said it's attached to. This is your original assignment. You're to be a worshiper and who is a witness for me that I would have a place and a people yes. who worship yes. me and that witness is to go around the world and when people come, they got a place to come to and see that. Yes. See the witness yes. of the worshiper. And that worship is expressed in that we are part, uh, an intricate and important part of doing what God is doing in the earth. Yes. You would never be in Uganda you would never be in uh, the Philippines. You would never be in all the nations that we're in if, you, if it wasn't through this house or somehow, somewhere of God because God's concerned about them. He makes the way of that. Isn't that true? You, you, you connect with the witness in the world through the local church. You're first local before you're global. A lot of times people are just looking for, you know, they're going to minister all around the world. Well, I'll tell you, God's way is, is through the local church. And if you're a member of this local church, see, then you're, part, you're called to be part of doing that work. Using your time, your talents, your abilities, and your resources. Out of what God gives you, just give him his due. But it, it starts with the heart's got to line up, the head's got to line up, and also the hand has to line up. You know where all the arrows point in the, in the same direction. How everything I do as a worship to God yes. is a witness for God, both local and global. That our lives are very intentional and very purposeful, not all over the map just scrambling to survive. Just trying to, you know, pad my walls against the, and insulate myself against the outside forces of the world. Doing my own thing. Trying to meet our own needs apart from God. God says, listen, if you'll, get, if you'll hook up with me, I'm the greatest employer you'll ever work for. I've got a greater work, the greatest yes. work in the earth. And I'll make sure that, and we'll go down here next week into... Uh, what he says uh, will happen. But he waited to see how they would respond. The Bible goes on to say, it says that those that were there, the leaders, the priests, they listened. They really listened to, what, to God's message and they said, we'll do the work. Mm -hmm. We're hooking up with you, God. They connected the dots, so to speak. No. And, I, you know, God's going to have somebody. He has to have somebody. Mm -hmm. And he'll take anybody that will yes. be willing and obedient, yes, that will listen right. to what he says and say, you know what, that's the truth, and that's for me. What an opportunity we have mm -hmm. in front of us. Now, you can look at the obstacles, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, we live... Uh, we live in a, a culture that's hard to pay attention more than 45 seconds at a time. 
We're overloaded, overcrowded, inundated with little information bites and fragments of fact and fragments of truth that are twisted every which way but loose. And here comes God who says, I want you to just sit down and be still and listen to what I have to say and really think about it and match the facts with the truth and come up with a decision about a direction uh, for your life. Is 2022 going to be more of the same? I'll tell you for the world, it is only worse. I'm not a prophet of doom and gloom, but I'm going to tell you what. The Bible says in the last days, perilous, dangerous, difficult days shall come because people are going to be all these different kinds of ways. Uh, and you don't have to go very far to, uh, to see that. It says from such that we are to separate ourselves from that. Not quit being a witness, but we go in a different direction. How many of you know even going in a different direction, those going in this direction, you can be a witness that there is a different way. That's right. There's a better way. That while they're headed in the dark, that you're still shining your little flashlight on the path of God's word right in front of you. Amen. And you know it's an individual decision. But it also is collectively, God has always had a remnant. He's always had a seed to work with. He's always had a few that would say, God, I do. I do hear you. And God, I'm willing to. And he's looking for those kinds of hearts. He's looking to reason with those kinds of heads. And he's looking for hands that he can fill that will be willing to empty and refill, empty and refill, empty and refill, and, be, and do his work in the earth. God's looking for people. I don't know about you, to borrow a phrase from Pastor Sandy, you know, I don't know about you, but as for me and my house, uh, we have decided, I have decided, I choose the Lord, I'm going to serve him, and get in a greater agreement. How many of you know you can be in a greater agreement? There have been times, you know, that I've had to go places because Pastor Sandy made me go there. She said, you're going. I said, I don't want to (laughs) go. I went to something the other day. (laughs) You know, she said, you need to go. I mean, we got all the way up to the thing, you know, and uh, uh, I won't tell you what it was, but it's like, I don't want to go. I flat do not want to go spiritually, emotionally, physically. Any way, shape, or form, I don't want to go, you know. But I went because it was the right thing to do, and she made me go. (laughs) I was not in agreement. Even though, and I I was sideways. Anybody ever been sideways in there, in there? Got sideways with it in the alignment? Hmm? Like the little boy that, you know, uh, uh, got a, uh, you know, I know they don't give, children lickings anymore they just give them a time out my dad believed in time out he took time out to lick me and then gave me a time to think about it you know uh, so you know I mean we're in agreement I just got the double blessing both cheeks amen and uh, uh, <laughs> time, time to think about it you know you ever you know the little boy got you know it's like you know I'm I I may be sitting down on the outside but I'm standing strong on the inside you might have licked me but you ain't going to lick me you understand you ever been sideways in things uh, dilly 
in agreement, you were in agreement outwardly, but inside you were not in agreement, not in alignment with that assignment, even though it was a God thing. You know, sometimes we just are, you know, perfunctory in that we're going through the motions out of an obligation without a revelation. And what God's calling into account here, he says, I want, I want to show you something. I want you to really look, really take a good hard look at your life and consider your ways. He was saying, how is this working out for you? Because if you're, if you're just wanting to survive, this isn't for you. But, you know, in that, oh, what he said there, he said, from na- he said nothing is going to thrive. Now, we're looking at uh, situations right now, you know, even in the natural, in the, uh, you know, in the world that we live in, you know. Not much is thriving right now. I mean, not much is thriving. Not for ordinary folk. Not for folk that are trying to walk, you know, straight in a crooked world. But, see, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. God says, the reason you're here is not the same reason. See, you're here for me. And he said, do this just for me. Honor me. You do this just for me. You honor me. Here's what I want you to do. And when we do, God can do what he wants to do. And what does that cause you to thrive? We'll look at that the next time. But he says, no one in this condition, in this position, with, 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 you know, headed in this direction, is going to thrive. And I'll tell you, the church is, is to be a reflection of God's way and God's will in the earth. Our lives are to thrive in spite of everything else that's going along. Righteousness, peace, and joy. Amen. Well, did you get anything out of this today? You know, uh, d- don't just, you know, uh, sit back and say, well, that was good. You know, take it home with you. Look at your life. Think about it. Let you and God come to a decision of where your heart is. And speaking of where your heart is, uh, if you're out there today and you know, I just honestly believe even, you know, in the natural order of things, people turn into a new year and they are very hopeful, desirous, wanting, wishing, if you will, for something different than what they have. Mm-hmm. And especially if their life is, is enduring great difficulty, you know, uh, there may be some people, life is going fine for them, so why change, you know? But that's not the case for everybody, is it? It's, these are difficult times and difficult days, and you may be really struggling and enduring great difficulty in your life. And I'll tell you, you know, God, you'll find God right down in the difficulty with you. God is 
a God who doesn't run from trouble. He runs to the trouble because he cares about you. And God cares about your good success. God cares about... He never meant for your life to be so difficult. Pastor Ron's going to come. I want to give you an invitation today uh, to uh, do what I believe God is speaking to your heart. And you, you know, you, you know it. All I'm doing is confirming, you know, uh, what God's already been doing and dealing with your heart about. And that would be, why don't you try God? Why don't you give God the opportunity he's asking you for to follow him? See where that leads you. See what kind of a life you'll have with God now that you know what kind of a life you have and can expect apart from God. And there's no greater miracle. Now, we've seen wonderful things. God do miraculous things, heals bodies, deliver marriages, uh, you know, uh, put back together fallen and broken lives, turn lives uh, around. But the greatest miracle of all is when he gives that new heart and new life on the inside. The greatest miracle of all is to get your life turned around, headed towards heaven with Jesus as your Lord. And the wonderful peace that comes, that sense of wholeness and soundness, even in the midst of the mess, the midst of the the rope of hope and that salvation. And God begins to pull your life up. Pull it together. Pull you close to himself. You were made for that. This is what you were made for. You weren't meant to live separated from God. So why go one more day, one more step, one more hour, one more minute apart from him? He wants you. He wants to be the center of your life. The rock. That rock of refuge and that place of safety and security. God wants to be your home. For you to have your home in Him. He's the one you can run to. He's the one you can trust. He's the one that when everything is wrong and He just says, It's alright. I got you. You're here with me. Let's pray this simple prayer. Open up your heart today. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Father, I break the power of every deception, every disruption, every distraction that would keep them from seeing you clearly for who you are and what you want from them. Lord, I thank you right now. I declare liberty and freedom by the Holy Spirit over them to make a choice, yes or no. To determine and decide a direction. Will it be heaven or to hell? They'll go. Which way? So Lord for those that are ready. We pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus. Save me. Be Lord of my life. I accept your offer. Of a new life. A new heart. A new start. In 2022, I'll follow you all my days, all the way. I thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, if you meant that prayer, then the greatest thing that could ever happen, this is the one thing that changes everything. 
And dear one, we'd love to help you in any way that we can. Uh, this is a, a wonderful expression here of God's family, God's house. Yes. And we'd love to have you come and be a part. God destined it so. He decided from the big beginning it's not good to yes. do life alone. Yes. We don't do good all by ourselves. You belong now. You're part of a family. For those of you that are out there and you're, that's a deep, deep longing in your heart. God put that there. Come be yes. a part. Yes. Come and let God love on you and let the family of God love on you. We want to yes. congratulate yes. you on your decision today. And if we, again, if we can help you in any way, I declare over your life and pray, may you have a heart that's at rest because you are so very blessed. I'd like to say something in closing. Um, that's God's heart, is his family. But how's his family going to grow if we don't tell? See, it's through us, and it's through our lives, and through our sharing is what grows the family of God. So this, let's make some decisions in our heart today to say let's get the connection right so we can get in the right direction. Let's get back to center. Make sure we're in the center of God's will. You know, it's just like in the natural. It's real easy if we're not paying attention or you're going somewhere, you know, you get to talking or doing something else and all of a sudden you get a little off course. You know, sometimes we need to check ourselves. Make sure we're in the center of God's will, you know, and let our life be that service for Him. Because that's what really matters. Because remember, that's, everything springs up from that. When we've got this right, then we can get this right and everything will spring from that. And, you know, that will change everything in our lives. When we are connected and we're in the right direction and we're staying center, I'll tell you, it changes all this out there. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.